how odd that urine is so important to us. Make no mistake, if you have chronic kidney disease, you're always keeping an eye on it. I'm pretty sure you all know about the color chart to see if you're hydrating enough. If you don't hydrate enough, your kidneys can't do their jobs as well. And they're already struggling to do them. This is the least complicated urine hydration chart I've seen. Of course, I'll go back to remind you of just what the jobs of your kidneys are. My source? My first book about our disease, what is it and how did I get it? Early Stage Chronic Kidney Disease, page 7. They filter as many as 200 quarts of blood per day to rid us of roughly 2 quarts of waste and extra water. These two organs, the master chemists of our bodies, have several functions, regulating the fluid balance in the body, providing vital hormones, producing erythropoietin, and producing the renin that regulates blood pressure. This is why CKD patients need to be careful about sodium, potassium, chloride, calcium, magnesium, and phosphates. Your nutritionist may not even mention magnesium to you since this constitutes only 1% of extracellular fluid. Additional important jobs of the kidneys are removing liquid waste from your body and balancing the minerals in the body. The two liquid waste products are urea which has been broken down from protein by the digestive system and creatinine which is a byproduct of muscle activity. Wait a minute, I think we need to go even further back. A picture of the urinary tract would probably be helpful here, too. Okay. Now I can start writing about your urine. I'm pretty sure I mentioned in an earlier blog how disturbed I was to be one point over the normal range for microalbumin. Here's a definition of just what that is. Micro, or very small amounts, of albumin in the urine. Your stands for urine. As in the test for proteinuria, albumin is a form of protein that is water-soluble. Urine is a liquid, a form of water, so the albumin should have been dissolved. Protein in the urine may be an indication of kidney disease. Read that last sentence again. There seems to be a catch-22 here. As a chronic kidney disease patient for the last 7 years, this has never shown up in a urine test for me before. I am including both the 24-hour variety and the random, dipstick, variety in that never. So now we know about microalbumin. What about proteinuria? Notice the ur in the word. We just learned that means urine. This is another indication of kidney disease. I have never been out of acceptable range for this. According to WebMD at http colon slash slash www.webmd.com slash a to z guide slash proteinuria protein in urine. Healthy kidneys do not allow a significant amount of protein to pass through their filters. But filters damaged by kidney disease may let proteins such as albumin leak from the blood into the urine. Filters? This diagram of the glomerulus may help. If albumin is a protein, are proteinuria and microalbumin the same? Well, no. Health communities at http colon slash slash www.healthcommunities.com slash proteinuria and microalbuminuria slash overview of proteinuria.shtml tells us. Albumin is particularly useful in absorbing bodily fluid into the blood. Because the albumin molecule is relatively small, it is often among the first proteins to enter the urine after glomeruli are damaged. Therefore, even minor kidney dysfunction is detectable with proper diagnosis of microalbuminuria. Alright, got it? Albumin is a protein. It will show up as microalbumin in your urine test. It may also show up as proteinuria since albumin is a protein. Once upon a time, you always needed to conduct a 24-hour urine test for this information, but in recent years, researchers have found that a single urine sample can provide the needed information. In the newer technique, the amount of albumin in the urine sample is compared with the amount of creatinine, a waste product of normal muscle breakdown. The measurement is called a urine-albumin to creatinine ratio, UACR.
a urine sample containing more than 30 mg of albumin for each gram of creatinine, 30 mg g, is a warning that there may be a problem. If the laboratory test exceeds 30 mg g, another Walker test should be done one to two weeks later. If the second test also shows high levels of protein, the person has persistent proteinuria, a sign of declining kidney function, and should have additional tests to evaluate kidney function. Thank you to the National Kidney and Urologic Diseases Information Clearinghouse, a service of the NIH, at http colon slash slash kidney.nic.nih.gov slash diseases slash pub slash proteinuria slash hashtag tests for that information. And that is where creatinine comes in and why you need to be aware of your creatinine levels in your urinalysis. By the way, blood tests will also report the amount of albumin and creatinine in your blood. This could promote another discussion, one about blood urea nitrogen tests, but it would be out of place here since that's not part of the urine. As you can see this is a complex topic. You need to be aware of what the color of your urine can tell you about your hydration, whether or not you have chronic kidney disease, and monitor both your microalbumin and proteinuria, as well as your creatinine. Another complex topic is editing the new print books. The Book of Blogs, Moderate Stage Chronic Kidney Disease, Part 1 and the Book of Blogs, Moderate Stage Chronic Kidney Disease, Part 2 aren't quite ready. I'm working with a new publisher and we're just getting to know each other's styles. The good part about that is you get two books for the price of one on Amazon.com digital until the print books are ready. Look for the book of blogs, Moderate Stage Chronic Kidney Disease. Once the print copies are ready, I promise a day of the digital copy for free. If that perk is still available to me at that time. I don't know about you, but I get just as tired from overdoing it for good things as well as bad. This weekend was a test of how well I could adhere to my renal diet with date day, a memorial dinner, and a celebratory champagne brunch. Being human, I blew it on ice cream. My pounding heart and lightheadedness have convinced me, no more sugar treats. Although, some of my non-CKD friends report the same symptoms upon a sugar overdose. Until next week. Keep living your life.